We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Grillo and Graceffo, Double G, they are back producing the show at CBS Sports Radio, New York City, Caserta. He's fantastic on the updates. He'll be by here in about 26 minutes. A lot of people lining up, calling in from AM590 in Toronto. They're feeling it. Monday night, will they be the NBA world champions? And it led to our conversation during the first two hours, among other things. Who has a better shot at coming back? Golden State down three games to one to the Raptors, or the Bruins down three games to two to the Blues? Now we'll get game six in the Stanley Cup final tomorrow night or later today, Eastern time. And then we'll get the game five. Man, 3-1, three, three in a row against Toronto with the way they're playing. I don't see it with Golden State, and I picked Golden State uh, to win it. I didn't think there was anybody that could beat them four out of seven. And it's the physical nature that they're doing it. Now, some of the Cleveland fans listening to 92.3 said, hey, wait a minute. You know, we played some defense when we came back, and we were tough 3-1. Eh, I'm not, I didn't look at the Cavs as guys that would beat you up uh, in a nightclub, and I mean that in a good way. Like, you, there's an intimidation, and, and that's what I felt halftime. Toronto saying in game four, you know, we're lucky we're not down 15 or 20. We're playing like dog meat. And they just sent a message in that third quarter on the road. And I always look at champions, any sport, any level. What do you do on the road? So it's tough to think that Golden State, with their injuries, with how deep they've been in the postseason five straight years, and like the Bruins in the Stanley Cup final, they look like they've hit a wall. They do. And some will say, well, that's an excuse. No, they that's my visual. So we'll see uh, what happens Monday night in Toronto. I also want to get some feedback from anybody listening on AM590 in Toronto. I, I bet that ticket price for a clinching game. And Toronto's an expensive city, but so is and we have expensive cities in America. How much are those tickets going for? So we have those questions you can answer or you can help me on the ticket price for Monday's Game 5 in Toronto. But who has a better chance of the comeback, Warriors, Steph and the crew, or the Bruins? And then we had a lot of back and forth, and there seems to be no middle ground, and some who are saying that Mark Stevens, the minority owner who pushed and directed obscene language at Kyle Lowry of the Raptors, in Game 3, out in Oakland, will not be allowed to attend games or other team activities for a year. Fine 500000 by the NBA. I think that's too steep based on the video I watched. I think being banned for the rest of the year and he can't sit courtside anymore, then you take away any confrontation with players. And you ban him until the start of next season. And he makes a donation to the charity of Kyle Lowry's choice. I... 30 times now I've watched that video. And I would rank it one millionth on appalling videos. And according to what we've read and people have discussed, it was obscene language 
not racist language, and he didn't throw a punch, and it was more of a stiff arm. It wasn't a push and knocked Lowry over, and he twisted an ankle. I just, I, man. And and for some reason, that story, for one, one day, a day and a half, it just was bigger than life. And I get it with Twitter and Facebook and 9,000 channels in the world we live in. But something didn't compute. And I had the caller, Zach, from South Carolina, and said the guy from Utah was banned for life for yelling obscenities at Westbrook. But I also think he was banned because then people dug up his Twitter and he had, you know, some questionable tweets in regards to the color of one's skin, and I think that played a part in it. Are we oversensitive? I I know you got to keep the fans away from engaging players. And especially ownership, investors, however you want to phrase it. And I know I mentioned the story that I think it was Bleacher Report or online earlier this week. And I think this connects to everything in my mind. That there was high-level sources, multiple conversations about removing the word owner from the MBA ownership vocabulary. Because it's connected to plantation owners. I mean, I, 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 and I know I've had some callers tonight. Well, you got to look at it both sides. You know, Al Sharpton says NBA teams right to dump owner title. Common praises NBA teams for dropping owner title. Nobody owns us. Hmm. You know, definition of an owner from Merriam-Webster is a person who owns something, one who has the legal or rightful title to something, one to whom property belongs. So they don't own the players, but they own the contract and they own the team and they own the property that the players play on and practice on or travel on, whether it's a team jet. Wow. Hmm. Man. Ownership job title is defined as the state of fact of exclusive rights and control over property, which may be an object, land, real estate, or intellectual property. Ownership involves multiple rights, collectively referred to as title. So, what's the issue? Hmm. I I don't get it. I really don't. To make the comparison to plantation owners, and nobody owns you. Well, you know what? I I work for CBS Sports Radio. If they tell me I have to be here at a certain time to do a show, I have that choice to be here or not work for them. I have that choice, right? Do they own me? No, I work for them. But there are owners 
for CBS Sports Radio. There's somebody who made the investment, who pays the bills, who pays the taxes. And I just think that we are going down a path where we are just creating more division than more unification. Common says NBA teams are right for moving away from the term owner, telling TMZ Sports, the title never sat right with me. Now, TMZ broke the story. Multiple NBA teams and even the NBA League office have replaced the title with words like managing partner, chairman, over feelings that owner is racially insensitive in a league where the majority of the players are black. Common says, I'm so pleased the term owner didn't sit right with me. The history of what we have, and we are as black people in this country, it's just not being or really being considerate of the history. Wow. Yeah, I get they don't own you, but they own your contract and they pay you. You can't make the comparison to slavery. You can't. You can't. If somebody owns the house you live in, they can evict you if they want to. They can. They own your rights. That's a common phrase in sports. Common is an actor, musician. Somebody owns part of what you do. Maybe by now you could have bought out everybody and you own everything. But the comparison of NBA players and the word owner to slaves, to me, creates more division than unifying us. And this is, this is sports. Wow. I nobody owns us. I told you earlier when I discussed this that I said I, I don't get it, but then the timing of think about this, okay. So this story broke with TMZ earlier this week. Then you get the owner pushing and deserving some punishment. And then there's Vince Carter, Stephen Jackson, Rachel Nichols on, you know, the jump from, you know, the NBA finals that he should sell his shares. And if we keep speaking, it could force him and he should be banned for life. And I told you that there was just, there was more to what happened with Lowry and the guy, Mark Stevens deserved some punishment. But nobody owns us. So is the goal to not have owners? So if you don't have owners, who pays you? <laughs> and I'm talking about we're playing a sport. Not picking cotton. Not being confined 
to a house out back. I'm talking about multi-million dollar deals. And a man or woman, regardless of their skin color, their religious affiliation, some may have stepped up and paid over a billion dollars, even two billion dollars, to buy an NBA franchise, but their use of the word owner is not being considerate of the history of America. Wow. This is one of the most craziest stories I've ever talked about on air. You know, Larry Johnson, you remember the shackles with Charles Barkley? I think it was a Sports Illustrated cover. And you're making all this money. You have a right to, you're LeBron, you want to go to L.A., you go to L.A., you want to go to Miami, you want to stiff Cleveland, wait a minute, hold on, you're going to come home, you're going to come home, get a title, you're going to go to You have the freedom to move. Look at the life that playing pro basketball has given LeBron James. He was a great father. Great man, and got a little too Hollywood, and maybe he'll recenter. I think he will. But look at what those owners were able to provide for him and what he provided for the owners. Two-way street. Man. Common saying the history of what we have and we are as black people in this country, it's just not really being considerate of the history, using the word owner. So house owner, phone owner, car owner, the word owner, anybody using that is a connection to slavery? In 2019. Mm. If you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS, that's 1-855-2124-227, at Saturday Huge on Twitter, and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-2124-227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. We have Grillo and Graceffo, Double G, producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Caserta is getting ready for the greatest update in radio history in less than seven minutes. Huge questions of the night. Who has a better chance at a comeback? Warriors down 3-1 or Bruins down 3-2? What about Mark Stevens, the minority owner of the Golden State Warriors? Was it right to ban him for a year and fine him $500,000 for pushing Kyle Lowry and join back and forth with obscene language? And then the word owner. Is it time, as Common and Al Sharpton said, to remove that phrase from the NBA? So when somebody drafts you, they own your rights. Not own you. They don't they don't own you in terms of what you do on your free time, but they own your rights. They pay you. 
it seems pretty simple that the word owner means they own your rights. They own the team. They pay the bills. They pay the uh, concessionaires. They cut deals. They, they invest. So you get mega money and huge cash and perks and chartered planes. Wow. I don't know where this takeaway owner movement has come from. I, I get I get Donald Sterling and the audio and the Clippers. I I get there are people who are just bigots and racists. But I don't think in 2019 anybody hears, hey, Mark Cuban is an NBA owner. And they think, you know what? I wish they'd take away owner because that really reminds me of revisiting history and plantation owners and slavery. Has anybody ever looked at a professional sport where you're getting paid to play it, where most of us would give up our livelihoods, maybe everything beyond our children, to be able to play a pro sport? And we're not even talking about getting paid. Has anybody ever looked at pro sports today with the money that's out there and said, I think the owners are trading those players like slaves. Wow. No way. Yeah, have some owners been out of line? Yeah, but aren't some players and some announcers and people of all skin colors, aren't they all out of line at times? And we shake our head or we look at a video or we pop up Twitter or Facebook or we're looking at one of the 9,000 channels and wondering what is going on in this world. Take away the word owner. I'd like to know where that started. I, I, I would be curious on how that conversation ever came up. But guys, you know what? The word owner. And I guess Draymond Green brought it up in HBO's The Shop, which a LeBron produce show. He can produce shows, but they can't produce a playoff appearance in his first year. So you can join in 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227 at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Joey in Alabama. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, hey, buddy. Um, man, I'm, I don't usually call sports shows, man, but I'm compelled to call this time, man, because I agree with you 100%. I mean, you know, this whole owner thing is ridiculous, but we're living in a, a very soft society, I mean, where you can't get real answers from people. Like, especially the athletes, you know, this is going to be some cliche-laden response because they're too afraid to say, except for my man Charles Barkley, or Eagle, uh, you know, it's just, uh, like you said, I'm flabbergasted. It's, it's unreal. It's like disabled list, injured list. Like, it's only if you're looking at it that way. If you're looking at it racially, then you're going to, you know, or, or, or negative, like disabled relations. It's ridiculous, man. I, I've got so many things I can say about it. You know, it's just, um, and I don't remember too many, uh, just like you said, I don't remember too many slave millionaires. I've never heard of one. 
Well, and, uh, yeah, Joey, well, thanks for calling Alabama. And, and here's, you know, the entire point of this, that where, do, where does that begin? Where, where does it begin where you, you sit around NBA Board of Governors and you start talking, and guys, we need to eliminate owner. It's 2019. We need to, you know, the Donald Sterling start, I, you know, what started it? Man, I, the league's 75% black. Is anybody calling for more white players? How, how stupid would that be? As, as stupid as taking the word owner away. Oh, you know what? We need to, America's 19% black. We need more white people in the NBA. That would be ridiculous. As ridiculous as saying that a guy who invests billions of dollars, who pays all the bills, can't be called the owner. Unbelievable. Peter in Canada, thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks, Bill. Um, I just had a comment on, uh, on who has a better chance. I'm, uh, I'm a diehard Bruins fan been my whole life, and uh, I just I believe that the Bruins haven't played their best hockey yet. I mean, if you look at the five-on-five, they've been horrendous. And, I mean, even a game like the last game, when you look at the penalty in the last 10 minutes of the game, should have been a call 100%. But did it dictate the game? No, because at the end of the day, the, all the shots they had weren't quality shots. They weren't playing a good game. Tuca hasn't been phenomenal as much as his stats would say otherwise. He's been horrible in the Stanley Cup final, and that's coming from a Bruins fan. Uh, we need more to him, and I think we need more out of the top six, and they haven't been producing. So, I mean, I think the Bruins still have a lot of fight left, and I think it's it back to Boston if anybody can. Well, thank you for the call, Peter, in Canada. Let's grab Andrew in Toronto before we get to Caserta. And an update. How you doing, Andrew? Listening on AM five ninety. I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I ju- I had a couple things to weigh in on, not uh, quick, but to get into the arena, you were asking about tickets. Just to get into the arena for a single ticket, standing room only, with an obstructed view, you can't see the scoreboard, and you miss about maybe one quarter of the of the floor is going to cost you seventeen hundred USD. Wow. That's just to get in and not be able to see much except other people's heads and pay for $24 beers. Man, so that's uh, $1,700 obstructive view for Game 5 Monday night in Toronto. And you don't get a seat. Standing room. <laughs> but you know what? People will pay it for sure. The way this city is right now, it's, it's incredible. Everybody's having a great time. Um, what else I was going to say is... Uh, when we're talking about the fine for the for the partial uh, owner in Golden State, I think the money was wasn't enough to be on. Uh, well, it, it might be, it might not be. But I was I was talking to your producer that it was, and you look at the fines. Like when I think of fines in the NBA against owners, I think of Mark Cuban. I don't think anybody's been fined more than him for everything he does. It's, it's just I think he's probably got the record for fines. He gets five hundred grand just for mouthing off about officials. Gets, uh, what what about know, taking the word owner, uh, the NBA moving towards taking the word owner out of their league vocabulary? Well, I, I can under, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I don't agree with it. I mean, yeah, I, I couldn't be, you know, I, I kind of impartial either way. I can see uh, if it was a full owner, like when you're looking at baseball, when they had George Steinbrenner or was it Illich that owned the Tigers, like that is a full like that's your your mom and pop owned organization, but when you've got a group of investors, and it's the same in Toronto. It's owned by a 
uh, board of, there's the, you know the board of directors, CEO. There's everybody gets their piece of the pie. That yeah, it's investors, but the, the political. Uh, excuse me, getting a bit marble mouth there. The political aspect of it, though, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, that, and that's what it is. It, and Andrew, thanks for the call in Toronto, listening on AM five ninety, where they're all jacked up about the Raptors. If you want to join us live with your huge opinions on our topics tonight, one eight five five. 2124CBS. That's 1 855 4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. I'll read the tweets here within 20 minutes. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. We are back live all across North America. Pretty cool to be in Toronto, St. Louis, Boston, and the Oakland, San Francisco Bay Area. So you have the Warriors and the Raptors in Game 5 coming up on Monday night. Also, Game 6, where the Blues are a win away from hoisting the Cup in St. Louis. So who has the better chance at the comeback, Golden State or Boston? Do you agree with removing the word owner from the NBA? They're business owners. They're not slave owners. But... The NBA seems to be moving in that direction. I guess based on plantation owners, slave owners. Wow. I don't know how you even got there. But they are. I don't think it will be an official press conference. I've noticed it in some of the NBA beat writers, columns. They're called investors. You know, the league is already taking a hit, and the ratings taking a hit, I think, because there is a Canadian team, and that's nothing against uh, the beautiful country of Canada. But, man, if you, it, it, you know, it's kind of like if, if you put a line in the sand and you're going to create, you know, taking the word owner, I, I think it's, just a massive PR hit for the NBA. And the ratings are down 12.5% from a year ago. They have some great young stars. What if you referred to them as, you know, because they're business owners, they're not slave owners. Man, I'll listen to you, the audience. I welcome all opinions. 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. Add Saturday Huge on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Search Saturday Night Huge Show. Let's go to Daniel in Calgary, Alberta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. It's actually Dana, but that's okay. My name gets screwed up all the time. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you for listening. Uh, Always do. Kudos to the Raptors. I've, I live in the other side end of the country. I've been a Raptor fan forever. And if once they win this country, it's not just the city. The whole country is going to go nuts. Like a third to plus of this country are watching the Raptors. That's better than any hockey numbers ever. So what do you think that means to Toronto and Canada? It means that we love basketball. I think I think it's cool to see... Those Jurassic Parks and see the thousands outdoors uh, when the games are on the road 
in Oakland or when the arena is sold out in Toronto. And to see that happening everywhere in a country defined by hockey, I, I, I think that's a beautiful thing to witness from here in the States. I well, really the best do. The thing about it is, Bill, is it's, it's a countrywide thing. It's happening in Calgary. It's happening in Halifax. It's happening in Vancouver. It's all great. Um, so we're hoping for the Raptors. But I did want to get on that ownership uh, issue, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, I'm 57 years old, and for every person I've worked for in my life, there's been an owner of the company, which I've always been grateful to for hiring me as an employee. Okay? So are these people not employees? They don't get owned by the owners. And where this stuff comes up, I know in the States it's, it's much bigger than it is in Canada. But racism will never end if people keep living in the past. If they're going back to the racism about plantation ownerships in 2019, when will racism ever end? Daniel, thank you. Well, thank you for your huge opinion in Calgary, Alberta, and enjoy the Raptors. They'll have two chances at home, right, uh, to win it all. Yeah, I don't know where where it began. I mentioned that, you know, this ownership and connection to slavery and just really sensitive. And Silver, you know, he, he's a good commissioner. I don't know if I would say great, but you know, I think he's done a pretty good job following in the footsteps of David Stern, who was a great commissioner in my mind, to kind of take the NBA from reruns in the NBA Finals to building that brand, and he, you know, had the Showtime and had the, you know, Michael era. I agree. I, I think most of us look at that and say it's ridiculous. Just like we're all watching, you know, you're talking about a country captivated uh, by the Raptors. All right, what's Canada's black population? I'm, if I said ten percent. It's not about color. But as we head towards political races, it will be made about color. It's it's politics. It's PC gone wild. It's crazy. You can't use it. You're a business owner, and like you said, an employee. They're an employee. No one owns him. No one owns Steph Curry. He can sign his deals with anybody he wants to. He wants to promote water. He wants to promote... Cars, airlines, wherever, whatever he wants to do, nobody owns him. Nobody owns Steph Curry, but he is an employee of the Golden State Warriors. And they have an owner or plural owners. Business owners. 1-855-2124-CBS, that's one 855 Two one two four two two seven. Alex is up next in Louisiana. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Big fan, first time getting the call in. I just wanted to comment on your three huge questions real quick. Go make it kind of short. With the Bruins and the Raptors, who's got or Bruins and Warriors, who's got a better chance of coming back? I think Bruins got a much better chance of coming back. Feels like the Bruins and the Blues have been. A little more back and forth than the Warriors and the Raptors have, and the Raptors are hot. It's going back to Toronto. I think, I think the, uh, the Raptors end it in this one. But then with the Mark Stevens guy, the year ban 
I can definitely see that. It's like, oh, you don't know how to act in public and you're going to act out. Yeah, you're going to get grounded. The year, year banned from the games, totally see that. The $500,000 fine, I don't know about all that. I watched the video and I had to rewatch it two or three times to actually see where he shoved him. So the $500,000 might be a little, a little much. And I did like the idea you had of him doing like, uh, like a $500,000 donation to a charity of Kyle Lowry's choice. Like, feel like that money was a little much. And if it's going to be that much, it could have went towards a little something better. Then with the, the whole ownership thing, it's just, like you said, it's PC run amok. It's getting ridiculous now. I mean, these guys are making millions of millions of dollars a year playing the game that they love for the most part, that people would give their right leg and their left foot to be able to just have one game in it. It's like, no, they're, they're not on. It's like you look at guys like LeBron, like nobody owns LeBron. LeBron is the one of the most powerful people in the league, not one of the most powerful players one of the most powerful people in the league. LeBron has so much sway over things going on in the league and with his team. To say that the word owner is, is bad, like it goes back to slavery, it's like, that's ridiculous. They're business owners. Like, I work for a casino owned by Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Houston Rockets. Just because he's the owner and he's the guy in charge, that doesn't mean he owns me. It means I work for him. I perform a service that is needed by his casino, and he pays my paycheck. That's how it works. He owns the business. Like he's, it's just, it's ridiculous. And the PC stuff is getting out of out of hand. And this is like you like you said, you're never gonna be able to get the heel. Racism will stay alive as long as people keep doing stuff like this. It's like every time you start to heal, they just the scab gets ripped right back off. And as long as they keep doing this, just ripping that scab off, the wound's always gonna fester and people are never going to be able to heal so i'm gonna get inside the work now since i'm a little late now but thank you for taking my call and y'all have a good night all right have a good night at the casino alex in louisiana and when you talk about the fallout from the re- removal of owner it could hurt the league it really could you know it, it's similar to some people who said you know in the nfl still has monster numbers the kaepernick stuff i'm not going to watch the nfl and there are, uh, there's an element there, but it doesn't become, it's not because you don't, you, you agree with keeping the word owner in the NBA. It has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with common sense in my mind. Let's go to Drew in Cleveland listening on 92.3 FM. You're on the Saturday Night Huge show. Hey, good evening, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm doing good. It's been a great night. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about, uh, you know, in the earlier segments of uh, best chances of coming back, but I also, you know, the last two segments have been about this owner thing. And um, I, I think this is just, it, it's going to go by the wayside. I mean, um, it's just something right now with what happened in Golden State that's on the forefront. But um, I cannot see it continuing forward. I mean, I work for a company, and I work for a black owner, and he's the owner of our company. He doesn't own me, but he owns our company. I'm a white guy. 
and there's no racial, there's no religion, there's no political type of things that are, I, I just, I don't know. I don't see this thing going on much further. I think this is a new point, but, um, as far as Boston and uh, the, the 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 Bruins and the Warriors, uh, the Bruins have a better chance of coming back. I mean, I looked it up, and 29 times in the NHL, um, a team has come back from three to one deficit in the playoffs. Only 11 times in the NBA, a team has come back from a three to one deficit. So, and one time being Cleveland, obviously, which uh, the guy who was plugging the Cleveland radio broadcasters earlier kind of drives me nuts. So I apologize on all <laughs> Clevelanders because I talked to Bull and Fox and talked to Chico all the time. But, you know, there, there's no reason to be plugging uh, Cleveland radio people. We should be plugging the fact that the All-Star game is here in Cleveland this year, the, the, the Major League Baseball All-Star game. We got the draft next year, and then the Browns are like the talk of the the NFL. Hey, you know so, what? It, and Drew, I have to get to an update. Thank you for listening to ninety two point three FM in Cleveland, a great radio station. Wonderful people uh, there on the shores of Lake Erie. The fans, I love them in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, callers online. I promise we have one final hour together. You can join in. One eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. I promise I'll read those tweets also in the next hour. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook.